BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, I'm Christine Sanon, founder and editor-in-chief of Disney Entertainment website, CapeAndCastle.com. I'm here with my deputy editor, Sarah Bay, and along with my other second-in-command, Sarah Cudlip, who unfortunately could not join us, we three are your hosts of The Red Room, a new Marvel Studios podcast. In this inaugural episode, we're talking about none other than who both inspired the name of our podcast, as well as why we fell in love with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's right, we're talking Black Widow, and we're breaking down the first official teaser trailer for the upcoming May 1st release, as well as revisiting the Marvel panel at the Sao Paulo Comic-Con Experience in Brazil just this Saturday. So let's get right to it. I used to have nothing. Dude, that trailer, okay, that trailer was pretty nuts. 
I, I don't even, I don't even know where to start. Okay. I guess, I mean, I guess we start chronologically, but you know what I mean? I just, it's just, there's just so much going on in that trailer. This is what I hate about teaser trailers. So much. <laughs> so much. This is what I hate about teaser trailers. There's just so much information, yet no information at all. I know Marvel's the best when it comes to that. The, the yeah. first trailer never tells you anything, but it, it just tell you anything. Tell you anything. <laughs> I love. Okay, so the beginning of this trailer was basically <laughs> was basically a quote that she said in Endgame. Yeah, that's right. She says, I used to have nothing, but then I got this job, this family, which is direct reference to Avengers Endgame, uh, yeah. when Nat is talking to Cap. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that's quite an interesting quote to use for a prequel movie, because you would exactly. think... Exactly. Yeah, like, why is she saying this many years before she's supposed to say it? <laughs> <laughs> talent she just she has she has that talent um i mean i don't know clearly could be edited in to add extra effect and remind us of her fate in endgame or if it is actually a quote from the film then that's odd it doesn't work i don't think it's a quote from the film but it's definitely it's definitely some a reminder of what she had said so like the the last part of that quote was i guess it was a age of ultron quote right nothing yeah forever. nothing uh, left forever yeah well these two quotes put together are two of the things that she said in the past that's so, true from what we know from what we know um from what everybody's telling us at least from what everyone's telling us at least this movie has to do with the events that happened with her post Captain America Civil War and pre Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it's more so pre before she started vigilanteing with with Steve and with Sam Wilson. Yeah. Um, so that's a lot. That's a lot that happened. <laughs> that <laughs> that's lot. true. I mean, that's definitely Marvel telling us, "Okay, guys, this is a prequel movie," and. We basically want to make you cry a bit to remind you of what happened in Endgame. Um, but you know about what you said and how the second bit of the quote is from um, Age of Ultron. Right. And it kind of gives the impression that she's going backwards. So maybe it could be a reference to the fact that it's a kind of retrospective movie. Like Nat's mm-hmm. going back, if that makes sense. Yeah. And returning to her past. Right, right. And from, you know, as watching the trailer go on even further, she is going back to her past because she did say to to um General Ross, I'm what did, what did she say? She said something like, I'm done I'm running. I'm done running from my past or something yeah. like that. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So I mean, yeah, she's clearly going back to her former life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's this is clearly happening in between, like I said. But is it really a prequel? No, oh, okay. All right, I don't want to jump. I don't want to jump. But I mean, <laughs> if you guys, I know. I mean, you know what I think about it. I'm, right, exactly. I'm sure it isn't a prequel, but let's let's wait let's wait until later to discuss it. But yeah, I agree with you definitely. <laughs> I, was, I was I was trying to say like if you guys follow us on Twitter, if you follow Sarah and I on Twitter, we're constantly talking about this, constantly, constantly. 
And then we're always constantly talking about it to each other, like in private. So throughout the, throughout the last span of the year, um, we've shit, even, even before Endgame, uh, we started speculating already. Cause then, you know, we, we hear these rumors like Black Widow's coming out with a movie. We hear it every year though. Um, and then once right. Endgame rolled around and she died, that's when our brains started churning even more. And I was like, ah, is she not? Oh, that's true. But then somehow that never stopped us from coming up with new theories. We have come up with so many theories, oh, seriously. Many theories. Oh my God, so many theories. I don't even remember, like, okay, so so we used to have a show called Oscar Mix, um, which is also a Marvel Studios podcast. Um, I don't remember if Sarah and I had touched upon any Natasha theories in that in that one Endgame episode that we did. Um, um yeah, I don't think so. But if we did, I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised either, because like I said, we talk about her all the damn time. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back to the trailer. <laughs> um, so like the whole the whole montage of um, you know, just seeing like all the flashbacks and stuff um with with clint and with fury um just with just it was footage from what like the first avengers from uh winter soldier from age of ultron was there is there age of ultron footage uh age of ultron i don't think so anyway maybe you're right maybe you're right uh oh yeah there is um it's the red room flashbacks in age of ultron yeah there you go that sounds like there was something from age of ultron (laughs) I can't remember what it was. Yeah, the the red room stuff. Uh, but my my thing is that her when she said like it, the, the, basically if you guys like you guys have obviously have watched the trailer and you guys heard us play it before this. Um, she the montage happens as she's saying this quote, and then right when it says like the whole but then I got this job, this family, the flashbacks just show like full faces of Clinton Fury right yeah clearly that avengers um um that avengers scene where she turns around that that's that shot actually had bruce and steve in it if you guys yeah remember. right um bruce aside where the hell is steve i'm just smiling steve just saying yeah <laughs> like bruce aside where the hell is steve <laughs> i'm not like okay i've done this so many times i'm not bashing on bruce <laughs> i love bruce better <laughs> that's true but but yeah where is steve but okay but seriously though like how many movies has steve been in with her oh so many <laughs> like, you would lose count have they have they have they portrayed that they're a family together they're what i don't care what it is they're brother and sister they're work wife, work husband, they're best friends. I don't give a shit. As long as, it, like, if he was just mentioned, if he was just shown, that would have been great. <laughs> That's no, true. What does that mean? Like, oh, are they disregarding him altogether? Like, I don't know. It was like such a betrayal to her journey and her yeah. Like, why yeah. is he? Okay, guys, this is, I mean, this is a, this is a Black Widow episode, we promise, but we we can't help it. We we ship Roman Andres so bad. <laughs> we do to this day. So I'm so sorry <laughs> in advance to how much Steve there is gonna be in this episode. But I mean, I'm serious though. Like if you just think about it, like 
Nat Nat spent a whole like a whole this is a lot of time there's a lot of time with Steve like yeah her and Fury and her and Clint go way back but what we saw as the audience like she spent the most time with Steve she spent the most time with Sam with Wanda with those with that group of Avengers like it's not really um, yeah, and also, you know, the very reason that she's on the run right now is because she betrayed Tony <laughs> to save Steve. So why doesn't it even appear on screen when she's saying right. I have this family? Right. Well, I mean, my my fear, I don't want to disregard any, like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want my mind to go like, oh, they're totally just disregarding this whole relationship in general. Um, because if you think about what happened in Endgame, it, it did feel like it was disregarded so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, not 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 as romantic, not just romantically, but just like in general. Like it just, I mean, who the fuck just says see you in a minute and that's their goodbye? Like, come on. Like she yeah. said goodbye to everybody, pretty much. <laughs> or not really everybody, but you know what I mean? Like, I mean, she hugged Rhodey at the end. And then she was, uh, you know, like, it was just like, she had, it felt like she had proper goodbyes with everybody, but Steve, I guess. Yeah. No, I know. So frustrating. <clears throat> yes, it's it frustrating. Um, but, you know, maybe, maybe there's a, I mean, this is clearly, like I said, this is clearly like, has to do with whatever happened to her between Infinity War and, I'm sorry, Civil War and Infinity War. So, I'm I'm pretty sure Cap has a lot to do with this story too, um, which we'll get to too because we 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 heard some some rumors of what happened at um, CCXP in Brazil. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't there, so I can't really say and confirm anything that happened. But I mean, it's all mm-hmm. from official accounts, so I'll I'll get to that. We'll get to that later. Um, let's see. So. What else? What else did we we see in the beginning of that trailer? She's staring at the mirror. She's staring in the mirror, yeah. uh, which is <laughs> a thing. Obviously, we couldn't help but seeing a parallel with Steve <laughs> staring in the mirror <laughs> because they, you know, they're the only two people in the MCU who stare into mirrors. But you know, <laughs> the idea. <laughs> but come on, it is a Steve thing to stare in the mirror and brood. <laughs> <laughs> That's like his signature thing, and turns out that Natasha is doing it in, in the trailer, staring in the mirror. Technically, right after Steve did it in the Winter Soldier, and technically before Steve does it again in Endgame. Just saying, but yeah, definitely there is some kind of reference there. <laughs> Which sense? Because you know they were the two teammates, two partners, so in a way they were very similar. Right. You know how people always say, "Oh, they're so different," and that's what I love about them. I agree. I agree with that, but I also see a lot of similarities between them. So many similarities. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Definitely. So the fact that she's staring in a mirror, I mean, I can't help but take it as a reference to Steve because they're so similar. Oh, it's bringing me back to my endgame theories and how I got so disappointed with that goddamn mirror scene. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Watch. When Black Widow comes out, the fucking mirror is not going to mean anything. <laughs> you toss it out the window. <laughs> Nothing means anything. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> I'm over in the mirror. I'm over in the mirror. I should say, in our defense, it's not the only parallel that we find in this trailer, you know, just oh, yeah. to, no. <laughs> to tease the rest of the content, but it's definitely not the only one. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying the mirror. This, I'm pretty sure the mirror doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't mean anything in Endgame. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so bad. Okay, anyway. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. So um she did say that she blew all her covers and we see her she has like a ton of fake identity cards. So um, yeah. which technically doesn't make sense because remember at the end of the winter soldier, she says she's uh blown all her covers and that she needs to find a new one. And mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe you know. I was assumed that when she came back in, I mean, we don't know when she came back, but in um, Age of Ultron, mm -hmm. when she was back, you would assume that she's kind of managed to find a new cover or, you know, basically that she tried to fix things. So the fact that she does have all those identity cards, I was thinking maybe, I don't know, it's not only a theory, of course, but maybe it's one of her hideouts and like she finds the identity cards and kind of reminds her. Yes. Of all the times when she used covers to escape, and she's no longer that person. So when she, you know, when she skims through all those cards, it just reminds her of who she used to be. Yeah, which is not her anymore, basically. Right, that makes sense. That makes sense. That that makes a whole lot of sense, actually. Um, yeah. her just going back to to Budapest, where this this movie is clearly located, um, or that this movie is really based off. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I didn't take it as like not trying to like not picking a new identity. Yeah. It was more like browsing, like, oh, I used to do that, <laughs> but it's, it's over now. I don't yeah. need it anymore. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes a whole lot of sense, actually, because in I mean, but at the same time, <laughs> we did go incognito. <laughs> Infinity War and dyed her hair, but you know that's a whole different thing. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it's it's probably still like she's probably not going with like a fake name anymore. She's not going with. I mean, what what's it? She I think. She oh, I guess it's just the idea of running away for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Or out of fear. She's running away for the right reasons, obviously. Yeah. Um, with Infinity and and yeah. at the end of Winter Soldier, she was not ready yet. So that's mm -hmm. why she runs away, because that's what, that's what she always does. Like she tells Steve in the car, you know, um, you're not, uh, you're not, uh, oh, how was the quote? Uh, I forgot. You don't, <laughs> oh, shoot, I can't remember the quote. It's what? not every, oh, it's not everything to everyone. Or I'm sure you know the quote better than I do. Oh, the, the one in the car? Yeah, the one in the car. Um, um. Oh shit! It's uh. Um... Oh shit! But other than that, we're complete experts. <laughs> no, but um, it's not everything to everyone. At the same time, oh, I can't remember the quote. But anyways. Oh yeah. It, yeah. Okay. If you guys look back at that scene where um in Winter Soldier where they're both in, in Winter Soldier, yeah. Yeah, they're both in the Chevy truck, and Nat is talking about like, oh, there, I got it. It's not all things to all people all the time. 
Yeah, thank you. That's the quote. So it really shows you how she had that mindset of we experts. You know, yeah, exactly. And so at the end of the Winter Soldier, she's still in that mindset, and that's why she runs away. But then in uh, sorry, <laughs> recap of that you know journey. But then in Age of Ultron, she is tempted to run away again with Bruce. Until eventually she doesn't. She realizes that she belongs there. She is worthy of being an Avenger. And so she, you know, she refuses to go with Bruce. And then the next scene, you see her standing next to Steve. So it really showed here the the journey, like how far she come from, you know, compared to the Winter Soldier when she runs away. So I think that that scene with the identity cards in the trailer Mm-hmm. It's definitely a reference to her past mindset, like how she used to be the the person who runs away when there's too much trouble, basically. Um, so yeah. I do agree with you that she is running away in Infinity War, but she's doing it for different reasons, not out of fear and not to escape someone, but right. more like because she saved Steve and she she wants to be with him and still, you know, fight for justice, freedom. Anyway, so you got that. You got that part. So yeah, definitely think that the identity card is kind of a reference to that. Who she used to be as a person and how much she's grown. And right. And it, it works with the quote when she says, I'm done running from my past, which really shows that. Yeah, no, I agree for sure. Oh, oh that makes me so that oh my god, that makes me feel so I guess happy for her. Is I I can't really think yeah. of right now but I mean it's just it, I love I really do love the character development that Nat has gone through um, that's so great and it takes this movie to really kind of you know put the icing on the cake um and to show us what we've missed I guess what we what we didn't really see um yeah I think I mean yeah obviously this obviously this movie is necessary it's a little too late at the same time not I feel like it's the right time if if the story of the MCU is going to where we think it's gonna go. Um, mm-hmm. Like we said, like Sarah and I said, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that later um, <clears throat> in the podcast. But yeah, like if it if it goes to that point to where we think it's gonna go, then it, it's definitely necessary that it they, that Marvel waited this long to tell that story. Um, hopefully, we're right. Yeah, but that's true. Yeah, but anyway, um, so moving on, the next scene is Nat, and um, we we get to see Yelena for the first time, who's played yeah. by Florence Pugh, who's d- the most adorable being in the world. Like she's so <laughs> cute. Um, oh my god, like that that gave you major Killing Eve vibes, right? I, oh yeah. I have totally. any- I mean, I love that show. Um, yeah, I didn't watch that show actually, but I know. Yeah, I kind of get where you're coming from, kind of. Yeah, well, definitely. There was really in in everything, like the photography, the colors, and then the you know, the relationship between the two of them. Definitely oh, okay. major feeling me vibes. Oh, okay. Well, when I watched that scene, it it kind of gave me. It reminded me of Stephen Bucky. <laughs> Uh, only, literally only because it's it's kind of similar to their fight in Winter Soldier. Um, yeah, it felt like they used the same choreographers. 
Oh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised actually. Oh my god, I, I was like, what is this? Is this like a mirror fight of Bucky and the Winter Soldier, or Bucky and the Winter Soldier, of Winter Soldier and Steve? <laughs> That's so true, actually. It was so badass. And I, actually, you know what yeah. you just said? When I was watching this, I mean, rewatching the scene, mm-hmm. um, I noticed that you know Yelena is holding a knife at some point, and then it it hit yeah. me that we never saw Nat using a, a knife, that she's not a knife type of person, but Yelena is. And so that made me think indeed of the Winter Soldier, you know, that, that fight scene when he takes the knife out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, I agree. There's really like a major parallel between the two of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am so excited to to see more of Yelena. Like I, I loved her in the comics, um, <clears throat> and I love their their whole relationship, uh, her and Natasha. Um, but I'm so excited to see it unfold, like all these characters in this movie, um, except for Rachel Wise's character. I'm not really familiar with her, um, mm-hmm. but Yelena is is one of those names that I'm just so familiar with, and I'm just so excited to see how the MCU is going to portray her. Um, the funny the funny part, I think of this whole trailer well no that's not not the funniest part of the whole trailer but one of the funny parts is when Elena asks Nat what brings you home (laughs) and I thought to myself yeah that is seriously the question like what (laughs) bring you home (laughs) I don't know movies about (laughs) I seriously don't like if anybody can just like Tell me what this movie is about. That'd be great. Because <laughs> I seriously don't <laughs> get this movie at all. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, basically, Yelena is the fandom. What brings you home? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that is the question. That's a good question. <laughs> I didn't really think about that. <laughs> like, when it, okay, so I saw the trailer when um, they premiered it at the Z23 Expo. I wasn't there for San Diego Comic-Con, unfortunately. Um, but from what I heard, it was almost similar footage. Mm-hmm. And when I first watched it, a lot of what was in this official trailer that was released was in it. Um, and the majority, the, it actually started off with um, with Nat and Yelena's whole fight. Um, and yeah, so it's just basically the same footage as that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that though they still like at the end it, it still showed me a lot of random like or a lot of random clips throughout the movie and I still didn't understand what was going on then as a uh, same thing as right now like I have no clue <laughs> what the fuck this is about um <clears throat> but yeah no I'm serious like what is like that is seriously the question what brings her home so she's she's trying to write her past, right? She's not or she's done running away from her past. But is it because I mean what what is it? Like what is it what is it that makes her want to do this? That's true. Maybe she wasn't <laughs> Okay, that's not surprising. But I was gonna say maybe she was inspired by Steve and how willing he was to fight for his best friend. Yeah. Um, and maybe it made her reflect on that and thinking, okay, maybe I should do the same maybe I should go back and change things, fix things. That maybe. could be a possibility. And maybe that would explain partly, maybe that would explain partly why she let Steve go, you know, that scene on the tarmac. 
maybe mm. maybe it was more than just Natasha letting Steve go because he's Steve. Maybe it just made her realize, okay, I should do the same. I should fix oh, things from the past, like he is doing now. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Okay, I would go with that. I know it came out of nowhere, but <laughs> I, like I like that it came out of nowhere. It's great. <laughs> it does happen from time to time, and we were like, we were lucky today to witness it. But yeah, I don't like. <laughs> Could be the reason. Maybe she, yeah, maybe like she had kind of a bulb moment where it's like, oh wow, I need to do the same thing. That, that, that does make a lot of sense because I'm um I'm trying to think back of what what exactly why exactly Nat chose Tony's side um publicly, but at the same time we knew that at the end she was gonna choose Steve. Um, yeah, it just it's it like I remember what the Russo said like basically her mind. Her mind is with Tony, but her heart is with Steve, kind of thing. So that, yeah. makes, that makes a whole lot of sense of what you said um, with writing her wrongs, uh, writing her past. Maybe, maybe there was just something that she just didn't. Yeah, she said she did say that there's unfinished business in the trailer. So yeah, that's probably what. Wow, yeah, good. Wow, <laughs> I'm impressed with you. Just came up. With it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah that could definitely be the reason yeah that makes sense that makes sense oh yeah okay now 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 the movie is a little bit it's not <laughs> there's not so many questions in, <laughs> as like, like how many minutes ago <laughs> oh my god um but uh what is it uh, one one other thing that i loved about that scene with yelena is how how mirrored everything is Oh um, yeah, that was so so cool. Like, from the very first scene, when they both kind of appear in the door frame, yeah, they're like so in sync. It's incredible. Like you can tell, it's almost like a a reflection in the mirror. So that's yeah, it's yeah, awesome. right. It right. really shows how they they both come from the same place. How they're both black widows. Mm hmm. And it shows. I mean. It, it really does tie into that scene in um, Age of Ultron where they show all these Black Widows training. Yeah. Um, in the ballet, in the ballet, in the, in the ballet studio. Um, and then just how, how it's just, they're just so, they have to be similar. They have to move the same way. Yeah. Yeah. You can really see, like, you know, the discipline of it, like how they yeah, are. That's it. That's the identical. Word. Yeah, so like I, I I love that they don't dismiss that. I love that they they made them literally look the same. I mean, fuck, they they even had braids on together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you know, they're clearly they clearly were um, <clears throat> trained the same way. So it's cool. It's cool to see that. It's it's really cool to see that. I'm so yeah. excited to see more of of that aspect of her past. Um, and then, and then speaking of like, this is around the part when um, Melina and Red Guardian get introduced. Yeah, at last. <laughs> at last. So reading up on Melina, 
Um, she actually, she actually is a character that exists in the MCU. Um, she goes by the alias Iron Maiden, but I think she actually works for the opposite side. Um, from what I read, so she's she's not necessarily working for the good guys. Yeah. Or so. It, it just it reminds me of that video. I don't know if you saw her. Um, if you saw the video on on Twitter, I think where you have like <laughs> Rachel Wise is being interviewed and um the journalist asks, "So you're the villain or something like that?" And she says, "Who says I'm the villain?" <laughs> In a way that sounds like, yeah, I'm totally the villain. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that footage, but it was so funny. So funny. <laughs> Who says I'm the villain? Like, oh my god, I have I, I kind like I kind of feel like that's where it's gonna go with one of them, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I'm even I'm even including Elena in this. Like with one of them. I feel like there's Someone that's gonna twist the knife, <laughs> and it's gonna it's gonna shock us at the same time. Not really. It's like, oh, I knew it. I knew that you were working with the Soviets, or but I mean, it obviously the Soviets don't exist anymore at this time frame because yeah. it's 2016, right? When? Oh, uh, so yeah. I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, so clearly the Soviets are gone, but <laughs> definitely, yeah, they're working, they're working with I don't know, they're working with someone. <laughs> they're working with if 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 that's what this move, if that's where this movie's gonna take it, like one of them are gonna turn. Um, but I think it's kind of safe to say that Red Guardian might not be evil. I did. I did. hope not. I'd be so disappointed no, if he was. Yeah, I know. It's really hard to see. It's really hard to see. David I know. I mean, I'm totally rooting for him already. So if, yeah. I mean, if you guys have to be the I'm like, what the hell? Right. Like, I mean, it's David Harbour. Like, you gotta root for him. <laughs> you gotta root for him. I mean, he fucking he, <laughs> that suit. <laughs> Oh, I know that suit. But he just, you know, when he says it still fits. Yeah. <laughs> it fits. And it somehow it just reminded me of Mr. Incredible when, when he's putting on the suit for the first time after many years. <laughs> it gives off the same vibe, you know. That's so true. <laughs> if you can, he's like, so smug with it, like, it still fits. <laughs> If you guys haven't seen The Incredibles, you guys need to watch it and then come back to this trailer and see if we're right. <laughs> literally reminds of Mr. Uh, <laughs> that's so true. But my okay, my my thing is that you know how I always thought that Cap's first suit ever, like the one where he's doing the the build or the the war bonds, like yeah. Uh, his stage, his stage costume. I always thought that was the worst ever. This yeah. was close second. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That is awful. Just so bad. Okay, maybe not a close second. Maybe a close third because I still don't. I still don't agree with the it's whole Avengers one. one. Yeah, Avengers one. Although it did look good <laughs> on him on Endgame. But anyway, I'm sorry. Back to 
<laughs> back to David Harbour and Red Guardian. Um, I mean, the suit, the suit looks awesome, but then <laughs> I love how um, I love how it's a thing that he gained weight, <laughs> and it's still and it looks it looks bad to uh, to Melina. <laughs> Oh, that, but yeah, that's so true. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, okay. And then, um, what is it? Speaking of costumes, we we see. Oh, this is this is actually like this is. Oh my god, this is actually something that I really wanted to talk about. So, if you guys watch when you guys watch the trailer and you guys notice that they're, is it is it around the time when they're sitting down, sitting down yeah. around the table? Yeah, the round table. Yeah, so Yelena is actually, she's wearing a similar vest to what Nat's wearing in Infinity War. Yeah. It wouldn't even be the same vest because it seems like they're they're sharing clothes at this point um, with throughout the movies. Um, a lot of Nat's wardrobe in this movie, it actually looks, it's not, it's not, it's not similar to the ones she's worn in Endgame. It's the same fucking clothes. Um, yeah. But like this one in particular, now I kind of, now I kind of see where this is going. Like, is she, like, I feel like Elena's going to die or s- something or I don't know what, but it's definitely a tribute almost to Elena because it, if it's the same best, something had to have happened. Um, yeah. Right. I mean, it, it makes sense. What would Yelena give? What would she give up her vest first thing first? But yeah, I think it yeah. could be that. It'd be like, which is quite interesting. Vest. <laughs> <laughs> like she goes into her sister's closet. Oh yeah, let me just borrow this. This <laughs> from. <laughs> I don't think it's anything like that at all. <laughs> yeah, but but that's quite interesting actually because if she if she dies, then it kind of goes against the theory that Yelena would become the new Black Widow in, you know, in the MCU. Mm-hmm. So that's quite, yeah, that's quite interesting, actually. It, it, you know, it keeps us on our toes, like, she's going to die. And if she is, then what does it mean for Black Widow, you know, in general? Does right. it mean that it will still be Nat in the future? Right. Or, yeah. 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 Definitely yeah. raises right questions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as as much as I don't want Yelena to die, I really don't. But I mean, if she if she does, and that makes more sense as to why Nat looks the way she does in Infinity War. Not 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 only because she's incognito, but you know, I mean, it's it's definitely it definitely now it makes more sense that it could be like a tribute look almost. That's um, true. But you know what I'm thinking? But maybe I don't know. Maybe it's because you know I'm really in the fandom, but. That's really a big spoiler then, because it's quite, you know, you can't miss it. You definitely see the vest and you make the connection with the Infinity War vest. Yeah. So it's like a major spoiler. <clears throat> so I don't know, maybe it's just a way to mislead us. But... It, could be too. it could be too. That could be a mislead. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be. I don't know how, but it could be. <laughs> Unless it's thought we wouldn't notice, but I mean, come on, that's Marvel. Of course, we notice everything, and and they know that. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. We do our homework. We do our fucking homework. We know. <laughs> we would notice this shit. Um, exactly. It could be. Maybe a not a gift. Huh? 
maybe that'll be a gift or something. <laughs> maybe she'll just give it to her at the end of the film and be like, here, take it. Here, I don't want it so bad. Take it. <laughs> Green suits you better. Here. <laughs> yeah. No matter this, no matter what it is, like even if it was spoilery, though, you you know that Mar Marvel's really good. Even if it is a spoiler, Marvel's really good at twisting it. So, yeah. So whatever, it, it could be it could be something that's predictable, but at the same time, it's like, what it just fucking happened? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm gonna end up saying that. Um, yeah. But this, this movie is supposed to. This movie is supposed to shape the future of the MCU as well as um what is it as well as kind of just show us what was in the past from what I yeah that that that's a direct quote from what um you know Feige and everybody else talk like is, is saying about this movie this movie is supposed yeah. to both shape it the future as well as revisit the past and to make us know exactly like what happened in this past um so I'm so excited. Um, yeah, same. So we go back to uh, what's next in the trailer? Red Guardian. Oh, Red Guardian. Red yeah. Guardian fighting. He's fighting Taskmaster. Um, again, That's another. Insane. Again, another cap. <laughs> <laughs> another cap similarity. True, but, but this one definitely makes sense because Red Guardian is supposed to be Cap's kind of alter ego, just Russian alter ego. Right. So this one definitely makes sense. And I really think they're going to, you know, really use that one lot. <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely there was a parallel there. I mean, I don't know if it was the same for you, but it totally reminded me of Cap fight fighting Avengers Cap in Endgame. Was kind of the same yeah. pose, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. it did. Yeah. At the time, it also reminded me of um, what is it? Of uh, Cap and Tony in Civil War. Oh yeah, right. Uh, like it was either it was both really. It was it was kind of like a mixture of both, but it it did. I mean, you you can't help it. Like fucking. Like the similarities with Cap and with Red Guardian and Cap being in this movie, it, it, it's clear that he's 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 if it's not if he's not physically present, he's the like part of the essence of this Very movie. Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, definitely, I I can see that. And um, even the fighting, you know, the fighting style is quite similar uh, to Cap's. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, you can't deny it; it's there. Um, but I wonder, I really wonder who Taskmaster is. You yeah. have, you have a good, you have a theory. Yeah, I have one. I mean, you know how when, um, you know, during, um, SDCC, when the cast of Black Widow came on stage, so there was, of course, Scarlett, and there was Rachel Wise, and there was David Harbour, and then there was... Um, Florence, of, uh, of course, and then there was Oti Fagbenli, yeah. except that he does not appear in the trailer. So mm -hmm. I thought that was quite surprising, um, you know, because he's quite a big name, he's quite well known, especially with The Handmaid's Tale, everybody knows about him. Mm -hmm. So why is he not in the trailer? So my theory, but that's just a theory, maybe he is Taskmaster, but 
I know that could be reaching, but that could be the reason why we haven't seen him yet. Or as in, technically, we haven't seen him, but he's actually there. He's in the trailer because he's Taskmaster. <laughs> or he doesn't. Or he just doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe, yeah. Okay, bro. I'm I'm only I'm only dissing him because of the rumors that have been floating around with him being some sort of love interest in a way. Like I I guess he's he's romantically interested in her, or they had something in the past. I don't know exactly what to what extent this this love interest quote. I have air quotes literally right now. Um, this love interest is. But it's, I mean, clearly he doesn't exist past infinity, like past um, past this movie. I, just think of the timeline; like it's it, this is literally in between Civil War and Infinity War. So he clearly doesn't exist in Infinity War and beyond. Um, yeah. So there's, I mean, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing that really ties him to the future of being a love interest, at least. Um, so, I, but and. It, even you know Fag Benley himself kind of said that it was something from the past so I don't know maybe that could tie up with the theory that he is taskmaster or something maybe just maybe they had a fling or maybe he used to have feelings for her in the past and then something happened she betrayed mm. him or he felt betrayed and then he turned the evil <laughs> that's the theory but <laughs> But you know the way the way the actor mentioned it, it didn't feel like it was a present thing, an ongoing thing. But right, but more like that's the backstory. He yeah. has feelings for her, so maybe it won't be relevant to the film as such, but more like more like in the background to explain, you know, to understand his character. Could be. Maybe. I mean, he did he did he was former Shield, wasn't he? So. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I mean, look what happens with shield agents. <laughs> tend to happen with shield agents. <laughs> so you'll never know. <laughs> never trust the shield agent. Never trust the shield agent. <laughs> um, it's a good theory. It's a great theory, actually, because we really, I, I don't think we really do know who Taskmaster is or who they casted as Taskmaster to begin with. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, other than from what he was in the comics, I feel like this is a totally different situation. Um, I don't, I, I can't even really remember, honestly, like what, um, what he was about in the comics. Really bad to say. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't I, like. I mean, clearly the MCU doesn't really um, mirror the comics all too much, so it's it's safe to say that it's not really going to mirror um, the same way with Taskmaster. We'll yeah, see. we'll see though. We'll see. Um, but it looks like it looks like this movie has a couple of missions. Like it's not even just one. It's like. Yeah, it definitely looks like it's going to be action packed for sure. Oh, um, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yes. really action packed. Dude, she has a black and a white one. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me tell you what. The white suit that she wears here, I wonder if that's, I wonder if she gave input for the, um, the Quantum Realm suits in Endgame because it's totally white. <laughs> like, yeah, let's yeah. do it. 
because I love white. It's like, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, I, I mean, the, the suits look great, though. Like, it looks, uh, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going on, but she's wearing two suits and it looks great. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And you can see even, you know, the settings are completely different. So definitely two big missions. And I would say probably the one where she's wearing the black suit will be the final one. I mean, like read the big one, the major one, whereas the white one will be more like the transit, the transitory mission, if that makes sense. But oh. that's just my theory. That's the way I see it. Maybe. because I, I mean, it looks, there's a reason why she's wearing white. I don't know what it is, but I mean, Showing light. It's the first time she's. It's the first time we're really seeing her with a color that's not really black. That's true. Um, yeah. I mean, aside from the the Infinity War vest, which is green, um, she's still wearing black. It's yeah. Called Black Widow for a reason. She's clearly her uniform is black. Um, but aside from the Quantum Realm suit and and you know, aside from that, like this is this is another just just another one only that we see her in a different color that's um, true actually that can be quite significant that could be yeah. like you know the symbolism like she finally you know uh wipes the red of her ledger she's like a Ooh. white widow now <laughs> see what no, i mean i mean maybe <laughs> i mean shit this is the first i mean maybe it could be good symbolism too like she's a totally different person like it yeah He's fucking yeah, jumping, out. He's jumping out of the plane without a fucking parachute, just like Steve. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So she could be a whole different person. <laughs> right when I saw that that scene where she jumps out of the... the oh, yeah. Okay. I'm like... <laughs> the first thing I thought of was what... Um, was what Rumlow said was like... <laughs> oh, no, no, not Rumlow. It was a, it was the other dude. I was like, was he yeah. wearing a parachute? <laughs> No, no, she wasn't. I saw her jump off. I was like, dude, she was not wearing a parachute. Yeah, the question is, how is she going to land? <laughs> like, how is it going to happen? I'm, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Clearly, she's going to land and she'll be fine. She landed on that bridge. Oh, I know, that was a totally different scene, too. She was <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was something else. Yeah. Ah, yeah, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I saw this, <laughs> I saw this tweet. There was something like, "I'm so sick of seeing Natasha jumping out of stuff," but it's so true. She really had like a Steve complex. They both love jumping out of stuff. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sick of her jumping. <laughs> so true. That, I mean, you know, considering that she dies jumping off a cliff. Too soon. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of what I literally just said. Do you okay? So I saw this tweet too, to where exactly what you were saying. Um, so it, it was that scene where she was jumping off from the from the plane, right? And like, yeah. you know what I said with with the whole rumble thing, like she wasn't wearing a parachute. <laughs> jump. <laughs> Into her, like, fallen off of Vormir already. <laughs> I should not be laughing. I know, it's like, that's not funny, but it's so funny. funny. <laughs> so good, okay. <laughs> okay, anyway, anyway, anyway. 
Okay, so that's actually a good segue to um, the, the final piece of this trailer, but at the same time, it ties into our final theory from the trailer, just from the trailer. Um, so I, I noticed that if you, if you look at the Black Widow logo at the end, as well as what it says, May 2020, there's this little glow at the bottom right of both the logo and the May 2020. Um, yeah. Which is bottom glow, and it looks like it, it looks like it's like a an infinity stone almost. It looks like the reality stone almost. And then if you, I don't know if everybody has seen this, but if you look back, I'm pretty sure if you just Google this, um, you'll see it, or just look through look through the tweets throughout the timelines and stuff like that. Um, or through the tags. It's been, it's been a while though. It's been like months. Um, but when we first started getting behind the scenes photos, there was one day when Nat's that double was in water. Like she was, she was just waiting in water. Um, yeah. he had a red stone in her hand. Um, or was it the, was it the soul stone? I don't know which one. I don't really know which stone it is, but it looked like she had a stone. She had a stone. It was either red or orange. And the, the little actually kind of looks like it could be the orange uh, soul stone too, but at the same time, not. Um, doesn't matter what it is, but it looks like it's a stone. <laughs> it looks like it's one of the infinity stones, and it looks like she could be alive. That's my theory. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that would explain why it is the first film of phase four and why it would set the future of the MCU. If she is not dead, yeah, that makes the film relevant. It's no longer just a prequel. Yeah, it's actually. I mean, sure, it's a prequel, but there's actually there's actually more to it. So yeah, yeah that would make sense. Definitely. Right. right. So from what I from what someone someone tweeted this to me. Um. Oh God, I can't remember who it is exactly. I will credit you as soon as I remember. <laughs> um but someone tweeted this out to me when i started speculating about this back in when did they start filming may whenever whenever these photos came out with her stunt double holding that stone in the water um someone pointed out that it was actually the reality stone and that the reality stone actually resurrects the dead um so if this were the case if she really was holding that stone in the water something has to happen in this movie to where she is resurrected um and that would make a lot of sense being in the water because she was last seen one year yeah um, but also soul world is surrounded by water and knowing you know like all visual effects cgi all that stuff they don't have to necessarily be somewhere where it looks like they're supposed to be there you know what i mean like they can yeah. just in a body of water and then they could turn it into something totally different um maybe they just needed that body of water but clearly that scene is significant if they, if they even include this scene that they that they shot in this movie yeah. um we know that it's a black widow and we know it's part of the black widow movie because we did see scarlet um behind the scenes in that behind the scene photo um so we we do know it's part of the movie. We just don't know if it's going to make the cut. Um, but if that's the case, then yeah, I clearly think that she could still be alive. Um, maybe this whole movie of it being a prequel 
is just all in her mind. Maybe, maybe this is what's happening at Soul World. <laughs> and yeah, it's her yeah, exactly. Wow. I don't know. I mean, that's just, that's obviously just a theory. It is so early for me to say that, but at the same time, not. It's like how many months away? It's five months away. Um, but we'll see, we'll definitely see more trailers coming out. And um, I mean, there was another trailer that came out at CCXP and unfortunately both of us weren't there uh, to, to witness it. But um, there, there had, there, there's probably like a couple of things that that happened in this in that trailer that has nothing to do with my theory just now, but um, I'm just gonna end it at that. I'm gonna end it at the fact that she, I think she's alive. What do you? What yeah, do you I agree with that. I definitely think yeah. she's alive. And you know, considering that she's in the soul world, it would make sense that it kind of implies <clears throat> some kind of journey, um, mm -hmm. you know, an emotional spiritual journey where as you as we said at the beginning like where she's writing her wrongs so maybe it is necessary to come back to return and maybe i'm reaching but i remember that bts picture mm -hmm. she's wearing the same outfit and she has the same hair as the uh scene in the train station in the trailer and yeah. maybe maybe that scene when she's coming off the train walking along the platform maybe that's literally the first scene of the film and maybe that would explain why I think wait I'm losing <laughs> I'm losing what I wanted to say no but my, my thought was the fact that she's holding the stone if that is a stone wearing the same outfit maybe it kind of kind of um makes a full circle thing like it starts with her holding the stone or, or more like it starts with her the train station going through her journey fixing everything and once she has she wakes up and she's wearing the same outfit as the mm. first scene. I don't know if I'm making sense, but <laughs> but no, they could be kind of a full circle thing. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. See, you got it. I was kind of just ranting at some point, but everything's okay. No, the whole full circle thing makes sense. The whole full yeah. like, the whole movie feels like a full full circle from. If I if we're right about her being alive, it's definitely a full circle movie. Um yeah. well, that means more that means more Natasha, which I am totally for. Um, because if I can't have Steve, I need to have one. So <laughs> I need Nat. I need you. I need you to be alive. Um okay, so that's that concludes our breakdown for the the trailer that the official teaser trailer that's out for the public um but we do want to touch base a little bit um about the ccxp footage that um everybody saw over there in brazil before we end this podcast um then there were two things that stood, that stood out from from what we've we've been hearing um one of them is that melina and alexi are married or, or it, it's a fake marriage. Um, I mean, I, I'm not 100% sure where it is going, but it, it looks like, like a heat, from what we're hearing, it, they're definitely a surrogate family, all of them. Um, yeah. And it sounds like Melina and Alexi are the parents of uh, Natasha and Yelena. Um, we, we heard a lot about a, what is it, like a, they said something about a fake family, um, a fake wedding. Mm -hmm. 
and then uh what is it like <laughs> I, I even heard that the guardian was telling the kids listen to your mother <laughs> this is the same this is the same scene as the one we saw in the trailer where they're all sitting around the table um yeah and this is to the this is an extended scene uh apparently from from what i'm hearing so the whole the whole scene that whole scene was played at ccxp um and it, but it does it does seem like melina and alexi are the married like the fake married ones or if, I don't know if it's real, whatever, but they're, they're married. Um, and, they, and then Yelena and Natasha are their kids. So that's a totally different thing from what we know of Alexi in the comics. Because Alexi is actually supposed to be Natasha's husband or ex-husband yeah. in the comics. So kind of, kind of cool, kind of cool twist um, from, and instead of, instead of Nat being married in the past, I guess. Like it's a cool twist to to see that the Red Guardian is not really her her spouse, her ex spouse. Because um, yeah. then it would. I mean, that's great. You know, it's not like adding yet another love interest. <laughs> so, yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but to me, it's not like that. It's just if 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 Natasha was married to Alexi, um, I feel like her whole comic book roots like all her comic book roots would be coming into play and it it didn't quite go that way with the mcu um she wasn't born when she was born um because yeah. comics she was actually born almost the same time as steve um maybe like a few years after mm -hmm. so she's actually biologically as old as steve in the comics um she actually did go through a similar ser a similar serum as Steve in the comics. Um, so she's they're both superhuman in the comics, which yeah. I thought was awesome if they would have made the same, you know, similarities. I mean, they're already similar, like we said in the beginning, like Heron and Steve were already similar in the beginning. That would have been even more awesome if they were exactly like that too. Um, but it's it's not like that, obviously, in the MCU. So it's, it's it's a cool twist to see that the Red Guardian is is still in her life, but at the same time, someone totally different from what we expected him to be. Because when I heard yeah. that David Harbour was gonna play Alexia, I was like, oh shit! Well, well she was married. Like, that's the first thing that in my head. Um, but apparently not. But the, my question with this is that, um, how old is the Red Guardian? Because the other thing that we heard is that he he asks Nat about Cap and if he ever mentioned their war stories. I'm I'm putting air quotes on this. I wish you guys could see how many air quotes I've used in this in this podcast in general because I've used a lot. <laughs> apparently they have war stories. And apparently they were geopolitical adversaries. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Like what is what does that mean? Like how how old is the, how old is Red Guardian and why wouldn't Steve? See, this is the thing. It's like this is another this is another tie into the past that they both had with each other that they never really mentioned to each other. So it's kind yeah. of like parallel to me and like when Nat mentioned that she knew Bucky or she had an encounter with Bucky. Yeah. You know, remember that scene in um in the Winter Soldier when they were in the hospital and they were talking about Bucky? Yeah, of course I remember. 
Yeah, by Bucky. Um, yeah. This is, another, this is another situation where they clearly cross paths, not necessarily with each other, but with their with their lives. And then they just didn't mention it to each other. So when the fuck did the Red Guardian meet Captain America? <laughs> yeah. Does not mention to now. <laughs> I mean, we don't we don't know the extent to that to that scene either because from what I heard, it kind of cuts off at that point where um, he asks about Cap and refers to him as his great adversary, and then Nat goes, "You haven't seen us in twenty years, and your first questions about yourself." <laughs> <laughs> um, so it doesn't tell us anything, um, but it also doesn't sound like Nat didn't know either. But it's yeah. still one of those things where it's just like, how do you not know that you guys had crossed paths before? And what does that yeah. even mean? So Sarah and I have been, oh god, we've been we've been on this roller coaster since Endgame about the whole two caps theory. Um, or like the like the two caps that we've seen have merged into one or whatever. I don't know what it is. Like we we've been hearing so many different theories from the Russos, from, from Marcus and McFeely, um, and they clearly do not agree. And I don't agree with either one of them because they just don't agree. <laughs> so, I don't know where it all leads up to, but the only one that really kind of makes sense to me is if um, the, technically there were two Steve's running around um, in 2011. Uh, so it, it still doesn't make sense to me. Like where, when, when did Steve meet Alexi and, you know, like, it just really just doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Like when it still doesn't work in the timeline as we know it. Yeah. yeah. But he, he's been in ice for how many years? Um, didn't wake up until 2011. So there really were two Steve's running around. Which one did he meet and why? <laughs> You know, like it, it just makes like it just makes me tie it ties back to like old man cap and Sarah and I's theory of him being a totally different cap than what than our cap. Yeah. Uh, but and then why wouldn't Natasha be surprised about it? I mean, as you said, yeah. apparently she doesn't seem to respond to that question, so as if she knew already. So if right. Red Guardian had to deal with the other cap, mm -hmm. why would Natasha know about it? That's it doesn't, you know, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, unless he was part of what, like, at least, unless he was part of World War Two, and he went into the ice yeah. too. Like, he, I mean, like we said, he is, a, he is the Captain America of Russia. So, yeah, it could, be, it could be a similar situation where he had to save Russia, and he fell into the ice. Um, that, and then I don't know. I mean, they both woke up, and then they both like, oh, we have similar stories. Cool, let's meet. <laughs> <laughs> what is this like i don't know what the connection to this is it makes no sense to me um i oh my god i don't know i don't know but i mean it, like i said it's it's cool to see that their worlds are tying up with each other like even more so than it already is but at the same time it doesn't make any sense yeah it definitely raises many new questions yes so <laughs> if i'm still going with the whole multiverse theory it's clearly there. Like it's it's clearly something that's gonna be happening in phase four. Um, not only with with what happened with Far From Home, but from what we're here. I mean, it's not even a spoiler at this point because Doctor Strange's title 
is literally in the multiverse of darkness. <laughs> yeah. It's literally, it literally has multiverse in his title of his movie. Um, so it's clear that the multiverse has a big role in phase four. Um, so I'm still going with that mindset that what we saw in Endgame is not what we think. Um, because nobody is confirming anything. Not even the Russos, not even Marcus and McFeely. They're, I mean, Marcus and McFeely have confirmed a lot more than I think they should have. Mm. It's really just their perspective at the same time. Um, because the Russos are so coy about it. Uh, they, on the other hand, don't seem to agree with the writers. And at the same time, they just, they always go, maybe there's a story to that. And so it's like, what is that? Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so, it's it's clear at this point that Chris Evans isn't coming back anytime soon, but it's clear also that his his legacy, his his presence in the MCU, even if it's not physical, is still around. So it's hard. It's really hard to erase that. Um, kind of like kind of like Iron Man, you know, when um, yeah. Hard to erase. It's hard to erase that. And and far from home, it was all about Peter trying to move on from from Tony from losing Tony. Um. So it's really it's really hard to just you know pick up the pieces in the MCU and just be like, okay, let's move on without these two. Um. That's true. It makes sense. They were the two leaders of the Avengers. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And this movie is clearly is clearly indicating the same thing with Natasha. It's really hard for us to move on without any sort of any sort of closure it's like we didn't we did not like the fact that she died in endgame whatsoever um but obviously with this with this movie coming up there's clearly more to the story as to why she did die in endgame why she chose to to go through with it rather than sacrifice clint you know aside from the whole like he has a family so does she um yeah but you know like there's clearly more to it um and it i'm still going like i said i'm still going with that theory that there's there's definitely more to it too um i still think that the whole multiverse thing is a thing <laughs> there is def definitely a lot more captain america's out there um so i mean yeah. we'll see we'll see we'll see That's i mean maybe true. it doesn't make sense that you know technically her last line in endgame was see you in a minute yeah because the story was not over and yeah yeah we're, yeah. we're finally getting it now. I mean, getting it in May, but we right. are getting it. Right, right, right. So, I mean, we'll see. Like, once once more trailers come out, well, Sarah and I will definitely have more theories. Um, but from what we gathered from the main official trailer and then, you know, with the footage with D23 and with CCXP, this is all we're getting. There's a lot more questions than answers. <laughs> <laughs> So stay tuned <laughs> for when more footage comes out and we're even more confused than ever. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> we can count on us to think of new theories when the new trailers come out. You well, know? Yeah, yeah. Follow us on Twitter, guys. Um, mine is Christine Sinan and Sarah's is Sarah underscore Bay, B-A-Y-E. Okay, we'll spell, we'll spell it all out um, in the article below. Um, but follow us on Twitter. We, we're, we tend to be very active when it comes to Marvel and uh, especially with Nat and Steve and all of our theories and just, just daily rantings. 
ranting to each other, ranting to the fandom, whatever. But we're we're there. We're active, um, and we have we always have a lot to say. <laughs> so uh, whatever you whatever we didn't say in this podcast, I'm pretty sure we're gonna end up saying in one of our tweets. So make sure you follow us there. Um, and then you make sure you guys follow Cape and Castle on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, bookmarkcapeandcastle.com for any more Marvel content and for more future episodes of the Red Room podcast. And I guess I'm concluding it because I'm already giving this in- this outro. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to our inaugural episode. We hope that you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, thank you guys yeah and then stay tuned for next month um this will be a monthly podcast so stay tuned for next month um we don't necessarily know what we're going to be talking about next month because we don't know if there's going to be any new news and stuff like that um but to keep you guys updated with all marvel content just stay tuned at capeandcastle.com pretty sure we're going to have a lot of more articles and stuff not only with black widow but apparently there had been some first looks of WandaVision as well as Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I am personally so excited about. Oh, um, yeah. So stay tuned for that coverage and then plenty more. And then, yeah, that's it. you have any final thoughts, Sarah? Um, no, except that it was really fun. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you soon. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc